What's going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having an absolutely fantastic day. I know I am and uh, today I've got a story time for you guys about the time I got kidnapped. Yeah, that's right. I know what you're thinking. My god, dude, how do you do it? And honestly, it's because we deserve to get kidnapped. I know that's pretty confusing, but I promise by the end of this video, it's gonna make sense. Regardless, I figured it would be a pretty funny video for you guys, so uh, you guys will enjoy it. But before we we get into it be sure to press the like button otherwise no joke no scam whatsoever you will never be six feet tall yeah that's right but if you press the like button I promise that you will eventually be six feet tall that that's right no joke no scam just press the like button and you'll be tall it's a fact and let's get into the video so sleepovers are supposed to be the coolest thing ever when you're a young kid you know you get 25 or 24 hours not 25 I guess maybe 25 hours with the vibe with the boys and be away from your parents which when you're younger is a pretty cool thing dude no offense if my parents are watching this but yeah when I was younger the idea of getting out of the house and getting to go somewhere else for 24 hours was pretty sick and my friend Daniel was someone that I thought was super cool at school and he was always telling everybody that like he had a movie theater in his house and a water slide so when we were at school one day and he asked me if I could spend the night at his house I was honestly hyped I guess it was his birthday that weekend and he had invited me and a few kids over to spend the night which you know I thought was gonna be super fun because I had never spent the night at a house that has a movie theater in it obviously things didn't go as smoothly as I expected at the time otherwise that wouldn't be out here in the story time channel but regardless I go home that day and I'm trying to convince my parents to let me go spend the night at this kid's house and at one point my mom and dad are like all right what's his address and I give it to him and my dad kind of grimaces and he's like is your friend zoned for your school by chance because basically there's this one super super nice neighborhood that's like surrounded by an area that's uh, a little bit hood to the point where like if you were to go by on a jog by yourself at night and come back with your wallet people would be pretty surprised level of hood so the type of place where just being out at night is brave type of place anyways Daniel's house happened to be in this like super nice neighborhood that was in the middle of it and because the school in that area was garbage he had used like someone else's address to get to go to my school so I tell my dad that no he had used his grandma's address to try to go to my school and my dad is kind of hesitant and then I but you know I really really wanted to go I didn't want to be the only one who was invited that couldn't go and he agrees but he makes me promise to like not leave my friend's house because the area around the house is dangerous and obviously I promise right off the bat because I'm like dude YOLO I will literally do anything at this point to get to be able to go because I was really just not trying to be the only kid who was invited who couldn't go dude I knew I would never hear the end of it if that was the case like if I was the only kid who couldn't go the next day everyone would just be telling me about how much fun it was and I'd be like haha yeah that's crazy regardless the day of the sleepover finally comes and I go to Daniel's house and I'm gonna be honest with you this dude was basically constantly bragging about how cool his house was and he had undersold it in his bragging which is very rare usually when somebody gets to bragging dude they hype it up a little bit too much but this guy's house you know house probably isn't a good way to describe it this guy literally had a palace dude he had a movie room with like adobe atmosphere sound system a water slide a tennis court basketball hoops that were inside honestly it was a great time dude and beyond just having all that cool stuff we had all gotten along like the people that he had invited were all friendly so we had a good time using all this stuff and his parents had gone all out for the party there was like seemingly endless pizza just coming out of nowhere dude i honestly thought 
thought Papa John himself was in the kitchen whipping it up because of how much there was and how fresh it tasted. And on top of pizza, which is already more than enough to win me over, dude. I I'm pretty cheap, like, pizza is more than enough to get me on your side. That's why I would be an awful politician. I would be so easy to bribe, like, I don't need millions of dollars from Russia, I just need free pizza. But beyond just the free pizza, they also had unlimited soda, unlimited candy, so like, I'm on cloud nine at this point. You put 12-year-old me in a room with unlimited food and things that are bad for me but taste delicious, and I'm on your team, dude. Like, at that point, his parents could have basically told me that this was a trick and they were about to sell me to a very strong man who was about to take me on a field trip to an island, and I would have been like, yeah, that's cool. Does the island also have unlimited pizza? Because if that's the case, I genuinely don't care. However, like, as awesome as this was, in my opinion, dude, I was having a great time. Apparently, Daniel just didn't feel the same way because he was just low-key bullying his parents the entire time. I don't really know how you let your own kid bully you, dude. Like, that seems pretty weak to me, but sure enough, Daniel's parents were just letting their kid go off on him. I remember at one point his mom asked if we wanted more chips when we were hanging out, which was just honestly being sweet, like just making sure that we had food. And Daniel just decided to drop a dump on her day instead, dude. He was really having none of his mom being kind to everyone, no matter what it was. His response to her just simply asking if we wanted more chips was to look at her and call her a moron, which obviously catches us all off guard. Like, dude, I'm really out here trying to get some more chips. I'm a little bit hungry. I would love some uh, Doritos in order to fuel my swimming addiction. Maybe let your mom give us some chips before you start yelling at her, dude. I don't want a situation where she's spitting on the Doritos before she gives it back because you're being a jerk. This man was literally acting like a shark who smelt blood in the water. He attacked his own mom, which is just ruthless. Like, you're not supposed to go after your mom. That's supposed to be the one person you take it easy on. I remember him saying, Mom, look at this bowl, okay? Do you see it? Is it empty? Or do you need a new set of eyeballs, you idiot? It. He said that to his mom in response to her just asking if we wanted more chips. Like, hey mom, you're an idiot and can't see. Relax, dude. She's literally trying to take care of your friends. Like, Bro, if my mom had had all my friends over taking care of everything, I wouldn't be calling her a moron who needs a new set of eyes, bruh. And if I did, then I would have been taken in the backyard and old yellered, I'm just saying. And it was very awkward, I'm telling you, one of the most awkward instances as a kid you could ever be in is when, like, someone starts fighting with their parents and you're just kind of standing there. Because there's really no way that that's not awkward, bro. You don't know these people that well. I had never been over to this kid's house before and now I'm just sitting here witnessing him and his mom fighting but the weirdest part is that his mom just took it dude like instead of snapping back at him she was like oh okay honey I'm sorry and then went to get him more chips so, while obviously Daniel was being a little bit of a douche, I can't really say that, like, it wasn't like his mom cared, bro. She seemed like she was pretty used to this kid just going off and saying mean things to her, which, hey, if you're used to your kid snapping at you and being mean, then I don't know what to tell you. It's your job to make sure he doesn't do that. Anyways, I remember that time pretty well, because this is also when stuff started to go wrong way more than it was supposed to that night. Daniel decides after his mom leaves that he's gonna tell us that we're gonna sneak 
sneak out tonight and go explore because the area around his house is pretty dangerous and it should be a super fun time. And you know what? Maybe I'm a massive coward, dude. That's okay. I'm a scaredy cat. I'm Courage the Cowardly Dog. But doing dangerous stuff just really doesn't appeal to me. Like, I actually think it's the opposite of fun. The idea of trying to get as close to death as possible really does not seem like a very fun birthday party activity to me. It, it sounds horrifying. I'm not trying to live out the Blair Witch Project in real life. Watching it was scary enough. I don't need to roleplay it. I'm here for some other birthday party games. Maybe pin the tail on the donkey. Seven minutes in heaven if some girls are over, maybe. But I'm really not just trying to sneak out of the house to go looking for danger. What is that? Somehow, though, when he suggests this, I'm like the only person who's against it. Everybody else is bragging about how they're gonna be leading the way and how, like, they're not afraid at all. They're totally down for danger. And I'm trying to talk some sense into these kids, so I'm the only one here trying to convince them that sneaking out to go looking for danger is just really not a good idea. And it's like trying to convince Forrest Gump to stop running, dude. It was just not gonna happen. He was hell-bent on running, and my friends were hell-bent on sneaking out and going to look for danger. And as much as I did not want to do it, it was very clear that they were not gonna change their mind, dude. The rest of the day, they're basically trying to, like, flex on each other who was less scared to sneak out that night and you know how none of them are scared whatsoever and like even if they run into something dangerous they took five karate lessons when they were eight so they can basically fight everyone typical talk where they were all trying to seem really really tough and I'm not gonna lie I was pretty scared dude I was not very excited for it and I was like hey maybe I'll be able to convince them that we shouldn't go do this because it's a really bad idea regardless I was horrified dude I'm really not having a good time at the idea of doing exactly what I was told not to do but uh hey, you know, it happens. Obviously, though, throughout the day, time is passing, and eventually night comes. That's just how it is. Nothing I can do about the sun going down, and we're waiting for Daniel's parents to pass out so we can sneak out. And when his parents finally fall asleep, I decide that I'm gonna take one more crack at convincing everybody not to go to the garage and sneak out because it's dangerous. And I really did try my best, dude, but it was basically like a 4v1, and Daniel, whose house we were at, wanted to go, so everybody is just blowing me off, calling me a wimp, and saying that, you know, we should go. And at this point, I make a choice, okay? I could either listen to my dad's advice and not go, because there's a good chance that we're gonna get robbed or something, or I could go and not look super lame to all my friends, and I know there's a good chance that I'm not gonna end up in trouble. And uh, I made the moronic choice to go. I think this was a mistake. This is where I messed up. I just want everybody to know that. Sneaking out was not the right idea. And because this was a really nice house in, like, a bad area, the system, the security system that his parents had, we had to, like, sneak out past it, right? So Daniel tells us that in the security system, there's this motion detector in the kitchen, and it was about waist height, so we had to, like, crawl to the pantry and then close the door so we could get out through the garage so then we could get out onto the street. And you don't really know rock bottom until you get peer pressured into something you don't even want to do, and now you have to be, like, crawling around on the floor in somebody's kitchen. Regardless, we're basically in a single-file line with Daniel as the line leader, and we we start like army crawling across the kitchen towards the garage door. It, it was really awful. I'm near the end of the line and it's pretty dark and I have my face basically pressed against the floor crawling behind everyone but the guy in front of me is like kicking me in the face on accident and we're making our way across the kitchen slowly and now I'm like annoyed that his house is so big dude. Sure it was funner earlier but now that I'm having to army crawl across it I'm really not as hype and finally we all get into like this pantry room thing by his garage 
garage and he closes the pantry door and we all just stand up and everybody else is acting like we just escaped prison dude as if anybody was actually expecting our idiot selves to be crawling on the floor regardless you know we go into the garage and Daniel has this rack of bikes and uh, there's five bikes which actually worked out because there ended up being five of us but the thing is that they're different sizes because it was his family bikes like his parents and his siblings and everybody gets assigned a bike and somehow I get his dad's bike which actually ended up fitting me pretty well I'm not gonna lie I can't complain especially compared to some of the other people dude like one of the other kids that was with us ended up getting assigned to like his little sister's bike and it was so small and I'm not even kidding he literally had to take the training wheels off of it before we go he had to like stumble around the garage using his phone as a flashlight to try to find something to take the training wheels off so at least my bike was like made for people my size to ride it dude a couple of the other kids were literally having to ride like bikes built for three-year-olds in order to go sneaking out on this adventure and uh sure enough man after we all had of our bikes daniel is like all right guys we got to get out of the garage now that we all had our bikes we have to get out of the garage and into the street without getting caught which is easier said than done like you know the super awkward bike walk you have to do when you have it between your legs like that weird waddle thing all five of us are having to do it out of this like one door on the side of the garage that went to the driveway and daniel decided that he was going to be the last one out because he was going to close the door quietly and he thought he would uh you know because he had lived there he knew how to do it better than everybody which obviously was fair though but as we're all leaving dude and daniel gets to close the door i don't know how he manages to do it but somehow he gets like tangled up in his bike and he kind of falls down and when he falls the door just kind of swings shut because it's heavy like a garage door and it slams pretty loud and he immediately gets up dude and looks like he's about to poop his pants he looks terrified that we just got busted and he whispers screams which like i think makes sense if you know what i'm talking about you know when somebody is just going out of their way to like whisper loudly anyways he like whisper screams to get against the wall of the house because his parents room is right against the garage so we all scramble against the garage dude we're trying to stay as flat as possible with the bikes doing the weird walk thing and as we're hiding we hear the window above us open and daniel's dad basically yells out he's like hello is anyone out there and obviously none of us replied back we weren't pretty stupid but we weren't that stupid and after about like 30 seconds of his dad just kind of waiting for somebody to reply and we could kind of feel him sitting above us looking out the window None of us are moving a muscle because we're horrified, dude. And his dad finally is like, oh, it must have been nothing and closes the window. And all of us are kind of like, oh my God, this huge sigh of relief because we had actually gotten away with it. And I'm not going to lie, as soon as his dad closed the window, I felt like a giant rush, dude, because I knew that I wasn't supposed to be out here, man. Like my adrenaline is rushing so fast because we had almost gotten caught. We got away with it. And on top of it, like the fact that we were doing something we weren't supposed to be doing made it just a little bit more fun I'm not gonna lie so we're all riding pretty high we all got our adrenaline pumping and we start to follow Daniel and he's making turn out of turn and he's riding his bike pretty fast but because we were all hyped up and like oh my god yo that's right we totally just snuck out we're really having no problem keeping up with it and because we're going pretty fast on these bikes we're covering a lot of ground and the scenery is definitely starting to change with it I'm not gonna lie you know Daniel lived in this super nice gated community but we end up leaving the gated community 
community and it goes from nice and gated with like no fear whatsoever to very scary very quickly it low-key started to look like a city from fallout i'm not gonna lie like the further we got along the more it looked like it came out of a video game dude there's like half broken down buildings everywhere people hiding in half broken down buildings kind of sticking their heads out it was just a very creepy vibe dude i don't know if you've ever seen somebody looking out from a destroyed building in the middle of the night to see what you're doing but it's definitely does not make you feel very good you can like feel their eyes onto you you know what i mean and uh obviously i'm starting to get scared because my dad had told me that it was gonna get very horrifying and sure enough the further we get away from daniel's house just the worse and worse it becomes now i'm not saying that me and my friends belonged anywhere but one thing that's for sure is like 5 12 and 13 year olds should not have been out here in the middle of the night dude we were seeing packs of wild dogs crackheads buying crack out in the open like it's nobody's business not even trying to hide it dude and then they're like fighting in the street after just literally fighting in the middle of the street not caring if cars are going by and at this point in my life dude i was a weenie hut junior type of person i'm not gonna lie but we had found ourselves in a very salty spittoon type of place like we were just very out of place and the types of people we were passing were so tough that they probably eat their fries without ketchup just for the fun of it you know not because they like the taste more but because it's too enjoyable and they want to feel pain regardless we're all doing our things riding our bikes around and as we're riding we see this group of like you know five six guys standing on this corner kind of vibing and i don't know why dude but as soon as i see them i get this very very bad feeling about the guys on the corner i immediately become worried and like i start feeling very stressed out you know when you get a gut feeling that something is about to go wrong i had had that but like times five it was just a very bad feeling i knew something's about to go down and as we all get our bikes kind of in front of this group that's when it happens dude they had just been kind of standing on the corner looking at us and as we get in front of them they start yelling at us and they start screaming at us to get off the bikes and give it to them and uh you know they're trying to rob us that's what's going down they were telling us to get off the bikes and give them the bikes and we're still kind of halfway across the street dude and they start running at us looking like they really really want these five bikes you know which to each their own but considering three of these are kids bikes i'm not sure why you want them so bad and i start pedaling like an absolute madman like my life depends on it dude because uh you know i'm pretty sure it might at this point dude i'd never been robbed before i'm not sure what to expect out of all the crimes that i could have ever been having done to me during a story time of course it's like a literal bike jacking and that's just how lame it is bro everybody says my life's exciting no there was just grown men trying to steal the children's bike i was riding that's not too sick anyways I take off like a madman but my friends are frozen and they're just kind of waiting there and I'm like hey guys you probably don't want to meet these dudes I'm not trying to so I'm out so I start yelling at them to get going because I didn't think that they actually wanted to be having a face-to-face -face visit with these guys and finally after yelling at them for like what felt like forever they kind of snapped out of it and they all started pulling off after me as fast as possible but keep in mind we're 12 or 13 and these are grown men so they start kind of like chasing after us dude and at this point i'm looking back behind us and they're not giving up they're still chasing us like it's not like we kind of started pedaling and they gave up they're still running after us and they're fast enough where we're not going to be able to lose them like yes we are faster but them running full speed is still eh, close enough to us where it's not going to be a comfortable run and i'm just going and i feel like a moron bro i'm like oh my god i should have listened to my dad i'm such an idiot my dad told me not to do this literally this he 
said this was going to happen, that I was going to get robbed. And sure enough, here I am about to get robbed and maybe go missing, bro. I'm not even going to get a chance to tell my dad how right he is. Like, I'm so pissed at myself in this moment that I let myself be here. So now we're in the world's lamest low-speed chase, dude. All of us are riding our bikes with this little gang chasing after us, trying to steal them. And like, how lame of a criminal are you to steal a kid's bike, bro? How are you going to act hard and steal a bike that had training wheels on it an hour ago? Regardless, we're just taking all these wild turns, really doing our best to come, like, get away from these guys and we come across this abandoned shopping center type of thing and we ride around the back of it and we ditch the bikes and we run and hide in this like little brick structure that was around where the dumpsters used to be but there's no dumpster in it anymore and as we're hiding there we hear footsteps and sure enough the guys that were chasing us like come around the corner corner oh my gosh I can't talk and they sound pissed dude like yeah we made them run pretty far I'm not gonna lie we did not make getting us easy and they sound pissed because of it. But sure enough, as they're walking around, they find, they find the bikes because we were more concerned with hiding ourselves than hiding the bikes. You know, Daniel's bikes were really cool. Sure, they were fast. But if I have to pick between that and uh, myself, I'm going to pick me every time. Like, oh, what's worse? Me going missing or a bike going missing? Sorry, Daniel's family. I'm sure they were expensive. But the good thing about being rich is that you can replace things pretty easily, right? Anyways, after they leave with the bikes, we come out of our hiding place and obviously we find out the bikes are gone which uh, doesn't make us all that hype to be honest because now we're realizing that we're gonna have ourselves a very long walk back to his house through everything scary that we had just biked through and as we're all kind of trying to get ourselves hyped enough to start walking back dude something happens that scared me so bad I almost crap my pants so as we're all sitting there kind of like ah come on it won't be that bad to go back ah it's not that scary while we're all realizing that it's definitely horrifying we have just all almost gotten robbed and now we're about to walk back through past the guys that just robbed us again nobody actually wanted to do it but as we're having this conversation these car headlights just blast onto us suddenly and like the parking lot that was dark a second ago is now bright as balls it was as if somebody had just turned on their brights in their car to just scare us as much as humanly possible so obviously when these headlights turn on we all start scrambling trying to scatter like cockroaches and as we're scrambling, running full blast, trying to get away from, like, whoever has just signed these headlights on us, we hear this voice, dude, and a woman's voice just cuts across the air. It was dead silent before, and she just says, don't even try to run. I have a weapon, and I'm not afraid to use it, which obviously horrifies us. Like, bro, are you kidding me? I'm really just trying to vibe with my friends. We just got robbed. We were trying to figure out how to get out of here, and now some crazy lady is threatening me in the parking lot if I try to run and nobody knows where I am and at this point I'm so scared I start literally crying because I think it's over like I should have listened to my dad bro here I am about to go missing this lady it has a weapon she's yelling at us she's obviously not too happy and I should have just listened to my dad and not gotten myself into this situation and you know I must have been terrified if I started admitting that my parents were right, bro. Because let's be honest, nobody ever wants to admit that their parents were right. Like, sure, they're right most of the time, but I'm never going to give them that credit. That's not what I'm interested in. And the lady opens the door to her car and steps out, but we can't really see her because of the way that the lights were kind of shining on us. We could just see, like, the silhouette of this lady stepping out of her car and starting to walk towards us. And obviously, we're all horrified, bro. We have no idea who this lady is. She just told 
told us to stop moving or she was going to get to busting. And, you know, I was not trying to end up with holes in me like Swiss cheese. I prefer being American cheese, which does not have holes in it, which is ironic considering, you know, the American way. So as this lady gets closer, I can start to see her clearer, dude. And I'm going to be honest, it does not help my fear at all. Because when she gets closer, I realize that not only is this lady in a random parking lot trying to kidnap kids, but she's literally wearing a ski mask. So at this point, I'm pretty sure that we're about to get yeeted, dude. I've seen enough Dateline to know what happens when you end up getting kidnapped in the middle of an empty parking lot. So she's basically on top of us now, and then she's like, do any of you have your wallets? And uh, I had my wallet on me, and for some reason, I like raised my hand like a moron. I'm literally getting robbed right now, dude. Not answering a math question. I don't know why I chose then to raise my hand, but I did. And as soon as I raised my hand, this lady like bears down on me because I was the only one stupid enough to move or do anything. And she gets up in my face with her nasty breath and she's like, give me your wallet now. And uh, my dad had always told me that if you're ever in this situation and somebody is like, give me your wallet, the best thing that you can do is just hand over your wallet and try not to cause trouble, especially because I didn't know who this lady is and she's clearly crazy. And I'm not trying to ignore any more advice from my dad right now because that's how I ended up here in the first place. So I I'm just trying to do everything I can to get home. And after I gave her my wallet, she starts going and shaking down my friends, trying to get all their stuff, you know, their wallets, their phones, and everyone's just handing everything over. And the lady finally gets to the birthday boy, Daniel, and she's like, give me everything you've got on you, dude. And uh, I guess he didn't realize the scariness of the situation because instead of just handing everything over, he tries to like look cool and just fails miserably. Keep in mind that this lady is in a ski mask, robbing us, has told us she has a weapon, dude, and Daniel decides to start insulting her to look cool. I'm just trying to survive, bro, alright? I'm really not trying to piss off the lady that is making the choice of whether or not we go home, Daniel. No one is really appreciating right now for you to start joking around. So all of us are not too happy when he starts, like, arguing back and forth. And the robber lady is definitely not having any of it either. And as Daniel was talking back, dude, the robber lady just reaches back and slaps him with the force of a thousand suns, dude. The smack literally is echoing around this empty parking lot. Like, it was a brutal one, and from that moment on, all of Daniel's confidence was shattered. Like, you know, he was just crap-talking this lady, trying to get in her head, and as soon as he got slapped, he shut up. I feel like slapping a kid is honestly pretty savage, too, dude. Like, stealing candy from a baby is evil, so is just slapping a kid. It's just one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, extra evil points. So Daniel at that point literally starts apologizing after he gets slapped. Like, he's just so shocked that somebody had the nerve to stand up to him that he's just kind of stammering, like, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry it won't happen again, like, apologizing, and I'm not gonna lie, I think the reality of the situation had just set in that, uh, yeah, this lady's not playing games. But as horrified as we are at this moment, dude, it had nothing on what she said next, and, uh, that was when it somehow got scarier, which I'm sure you're wondering how that's even possible. She looks around at all of us, and she's like, get in the car, which, you know, when she says that, I really was 95% sure that I was actually about to die, dude. I feel like anytime they say get in the car, it doesn't end well. We are all quietly getting into the car after she says that, dude. Just speechless at the fact that all of this is going on. I'm not gonna lie, I, I really think 
think that we were all in shock. Like, just the situation. We had just gotten away from the dudes who were trying to steal from our bikes, and now we are literally getting herded into a car that we don't know who it is. And once again, man, like, the fact that she had just told us to get in the car freaked me out because I knew that usually that meant GG once you were getting transported. And we're all cramming into the car, and it's just dead silent. And I start looking around and realize that basically everybody is crying. And honestly, this might sound stupid, but when I looked around and saw that everybody is crying, this sounds mean, but I was so annoyed. Like, oh yeah, y'all were talking about how tough you were gonna be and how you weren't scared when we were gonna sneak out and y'all took karate classes and nothing scared you. And I literally warned you guys that this was a really bad idea and we were gonna get ourselves into trouble. And what did you guys tell me? That I was stupid, it wasn't gonna be a big deal, and now y'all want to be crying, you know? I literally had said that all of this is a dangerous idea, but no, I'm just a baby trying to kill the vibe. Oh, look at me. Well, now we're kidnapped, bro. Now we're in the back of a stranger's car, dude. Sometimes acting tough is actually just not the move. You gotta realize that sometimes being kidnapped is just not worth it, so acting like you own the place and, oh, I'm not afraid of anything doesn't work, because there's some stuff that you just should be afraid of. Getting kidnapped is on that list. You should should just be afraid of the idea of someone you don't know taking you. And I'm just sitting in the back of this lady's car getting kidnapped, slowly pissed at all my friends for getting us pissed at, like into the situation in the first place. Alright guys, I'm gonna stop the video for a second. On screen now is actually a Roblox gift card. I give away a gift card every single day as a way to just say thank you to everybody who is subscribed. If you're not subscribed, you might as well press that button and turn on notifications because I post every day and you're not gonna wanna miss an upload. It's literally always free to sub and you can unscribe if you don't like the content. But uh, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy it. I live literally give away free money every day So you might as well sub press that button and a big thank you to everybody who is already subscribed with them on and uh, Yeah, let's get back to the video But at this point I start looking around the car We're in because there's really nothing else for me to do because you know kidnapped not like there's a long list of stuff to do I'm not allowed to pull out my phone and play Angry Birds and I'm not gonna lie dude for someone who's rolling around in the middle of the night kidnapping kids and stealing their wallets her whip was super nice. Apparently crime does pay, dude. I had always heard people telling me that like, oh, crime's not worth it, crime doesn't pay, but this lady really did have an insanely nice car to be used for kidnapping purposes. And I'm gonna be honest, once I realize that I'm getting uh, kidnapped by a rich person, I'm starting to get really, really nervous about getting found. I'm just saying, bro, the odds of getting found if you're getting kidnapped by a rich person are even lower, because they'll probably just like pay off the cops or whatever. How long did they let that one rich dude literally have an island, you know? Like, you think they're gonna come around looking for me? I highly doubt it. And at that point, I'm just freaking out in my head, dude. I didn't even tell anyone I had left. We had literally snuck out. His parents had no clue where we are, so I was literally just accepting the fact that I was probably never going home again at that point. Suddenly, though, the lady that's kidnapping us starts talking, and what she's talking about scared us even more, dude, because she starts saying our names. She starts to say that, like, it's a shame 
shame that all of us are never going to see our parents again, and then starts listing us all by name and saying that we're good kids. So now, not only am I in the back of a stranger's car, but the stranger knows my name, and that's when she tells us who she is, dude. We're at a red light, and she looks back and starts saying how stupid we are, and we could have gotten ourselves killed by sneaking out, which uh, obviously is kind of a weird thing for a kidnapper to say, like, oh, you know, out of all things you could say, you call us dumb for sneaking out. And that's when she looks into the back of the car and takes off her ski mask, and instead of someone I don't know, it is literally Daniel's mom in the flesh, dude. Obviously, when I saw it was Daniel's mom, I was very relieved because, like, yo, it's not a kidnapper, I'm not about to get murdered. I'm gonna survive, it's fantastic. Personally, I really like when I get to survive my escapades, that's a good part of them. However, as excited as I was to see that it's Daniel's mom, dude, I also realized that this meant that we had gotten busted and we were definitely screwed because she had every right to be pissed. And his mom just starts tearing into us, and honestly, I can't blame her at all. Like, she had just tried to track us down in the middle of the night, knew we were in a dangerous place, like, was probably worried the entire time that she was gonna find us, you know, in a dumpster, not hiding in one. And even though we were obviously all gonna be slightly traumatized by the fact that she had, like, just fake kidnapped us, honestly, it was probably a good thing, because if we were dumb enough to sneak out and try to go find danger for fun, we probably needed to learn the lesson that that's just a really bad idea, and it's not something that we should ever do again. I know that sounds really weird to be like, I'm super grateful that this dude's mom pretended to kidnap us, but honestly, I feel like if it wasn't for that, most of my friends would have probably never caught on and just kept doing it, and it probably was not a good idea, considering that we did almost get robbed. Like, even before the fake kidnapping, we still had those dudes chasing us down, trying to steal stuff from us. I feel like this was a bad idea. And at that point, she starts to explain that she had tracked us through Daniel's phone, and you know, how we were so lucky that she found us before we had gotten robbed. And even though the five of us hadn't really talked yet, we all just decided that we weren't gonna tell her that we had gotten robbed in the parking lot, because she was already pretty pissed. Like, she was already screaming at us, and the fact that she thought she had saved us from getting robbed, we were just gonna let her have that one, bro. Like, I'm sure she was gonna find out eventually when she went to her garage and all of her bikes were gone, but considering how mad his mom already was, we just all decided to keep our mouths shut and just not say anything. I don't know, bro. I really just wasn't trying to make her more mad. She already was pissed, and to be honest, she had every right to be. I think if I was a parent having a sleepover and all the kids snuck out, I would be mad too. And at that point, she says that she had already contacted all of our parents and decided that we are all being sent home because of this, and I'm not gonna lie, I get it. If I was a parent and I had to keep watching all these kids after they snuck out and made me track them all down, I would be like, yeah, go home. I'm not doing this. And obviously, that puts a very depressed mood in the air. And while everybody else was depressed, I was sitting there literally about to crap myself because I realized that that meant that she had told my dad what the situation was. And now my dad was aware of the fact that I had literally done the one thing he told me not to do, which was leave this kid's house. Like, literally the one thing he told me to do in order to be able to go. And I had just sent it. So I'm sitting in the car just thinking about how pissed off my dad's gonna be and how I'm in so much trouble. And I'll be honest, I was torturing myself more than my dad was ever going to. But like, in my head, I'm convincing myself that my dad's gonna send me to military school or like, destroy my Xbox. I was horrified. Probably a good thing, considering we put this poor lady through the ringer of thinking that we were gonna get robbed. Even though we almost did, dude. Like, imagine being this poor lady's mom waking up and none of the kids you're responsible for are in your house anymore. 
when Daniel's mom decides to tell us that we're going home, dude, like, I honestly got it. We had gotten caught, and I honestly thought that we deserved to be sent home at that point, though. But Daniel really didn't just did not take it very well, which surprised me with the whole sent home thing. He just decided that it was time to freak out on his mom. Keep in mind, all of this was literally his idea. It wasn't like anyone had pressured him into doing it. It was his idea to sneak out. It was his idea to come here. It was his idea to do all of this. So the fact that he would be willing to freak out on his mom, I'm not gonna lie, really caught me off guard, because it's like, bro, the only reason any of this is a problem is because of you in the first place. You really can't get mad when you have your cake and eat it too. This is all your fault, man. Low-key, the kid is super spoiled, dude, but he starts calling his mom all these horrible names, but she was having none of it whatsoever. As soon as he started mouthing off, calling her stupid and all this stuff, which obviously none of us were very cool with, like at that point, we had gotten busted and we just all wanted it to end. She said that she's like, I had just spent the entire day taking care of us and throwing this party, and if he wanted to act that way, then he would be cleaning the entire house by himself tomorrow and he just immediately shuts up and sits back down and is just silent until we get back to his house dude and the entire car is too like the entire car has just this super awkward tension of everybody knows that we're all about to be in trouble and sure enough by the time that we even get back to Daniel's house all the parents everybody's parents are already there kind of standing in the driveway waiting for us and all of the parents are pissed because they had been woken up in the middle of the night and told that they had to come get their kids because we had all decided to sneak out and uh, not tell anyone where we were going. And obviously that would be pretty annoying, dude, if I got a call at 2am that I had to come pick up my idiot kid because he snuck out and got himself into trouble, I'd be annoyed. And I see my dad and he looks absolutely pissed because he had literally told me not to do exactly what we had done. Like, while every parent was pissed, my dad did look extra mad because he had told me not to do literally this. So, regardless I say goodbye to Daniel, I thank his parents, and I get in the car, and he does the usual, you know, I don't even know why I give you advice, because you never listen to it anyways. He gives me the speech about how dangerous it is, and how I could have gotten seriously hurt, and, you know, honestly, they were right. Like, I, I deserve the lecture at this point. I wasn't even fighting it, and I decide to come clean at that point about the bikes and how we had gotten robbed, because, I don't know, I just felt like, hey, it really couldn't get worse, and he was probably gonna find out anyways, so I decided to come clean to my dad. And I think when I had told it to my dad, he had probably heard the defeat in my voice and he had basically figured out that I had learned my lesson because after that, dude, he really just dropped it. And honestly, I did learn my lesson. The lesson is kidnapping, zero out of 10, would not recommend. Getting robbed, zero out of 10, would not recommend. Putting yourselves in those situations, zero out of 10, would not recommend. Obviously, my mom had heard about it too. And when we got home, I got in way more trouble with her because, you know, you're my my baby, you could have gotten yourself killed. Do you have any idea how stupid you are? So I got a giant lecture from my mom, and I also got my Xbox taken away for a week by my mom, which honestly is a pretty fair punishment. Like, I got let off pretty easy considering the situation, to be honest. Like, usually, I'm not gonna lie, punishments would just annoy me, but uh, this was one that I felt like I 
earned the hard way, so I wasn't gonna fight with them too much on it. But, uh, yeah, basically, my friend's mom found out that we had snuck out, tracked us down with her son's phone to teach us a lesson and save us, not knowing that we had actually just been robbed, like, five seconds before that. They had stolen our bikes. We had no way home. And then she came out with a ski mask and convinced us that we were gonna get kidnapped, slapped her kid. It was a whole situation. But, uh, yeah, that's gonna do it for the story, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you did, I would really, really appreciate you taking a second to press the like button and comment down below. If you guys like these longer videos, press the like button, because uh, the more likes they get, the better they do. And obviously, if these do better, then I'll do a lot more of these really long story times. So if you want more of them, press the like button and comment down below. If you don't know what to comment, just comment the word lemons, because YOLO, when life gives you lemons. So this is me giving you a lemon. This is a sign that you need to leave the comment down below, alright? It's a sign from the universe. Other than that, be sure to subscribe and turn on notifications as well. I literally post videos like this every single day, and trust me, it's worth it to have notifications on and be subscribed, because I literally give away money. You got nothing to lose. If you want any more content from me or stuff like it, I do have a podcast called The Scuffcast. Link will be down below if you feel like checking that out, and if you found yourself vibing to the intro song, the link to that can also be found down in the description down below. And, uh, yeah, if you are a big fan here of this channel and you want some merch the link is also down below i have the haha -ha merch the og sub club merch and most importantly the karen christmas sweater i'll throw a picture of it on screen now if you're interested in picking that up the link is in the description feel free to check it out it's pretty cool if i do get to say so myself and on that note that's all i gotta plug follow me on instagram at scrubby twitter at scrubby underscore 69 don't get anyone pregnant if you do make sure they're hot and hopefully i will see you guys all next time with another video i'm out. Peace.